0: For the WEKU News Podcast, I'm Wendy Barnett. The need to update the Uniform Commercial Code in Kentucky created a philosophical debate in the state senate about digital currency. Stu Johnson explains.
1: In detailing the UCC revision on the floor, Fruit Hill GOP Senator Whitney Westerfield said it allows businesses to interact with one another. That includes how to interact with digital assets. Westerfield said just because the bill mentions cryptocurrency, it doesn't require its use or endorse such. We can't create a currency, not for the national government, and this bill isn't trying to do that. It's got nothing to do with government. It has everything to do with private businesses. Pike County GOP Senator Philip Wheeler voted no. He said it allows, for instance, banks to collateralize on digital currency, and that, Wheeler added, isn't, quote, good for a healthy financial market. I'm Stu Johnson.
0: Eastern Kentucky University made its pitch for Senate support for the Richmond School to pursue establishing an osteopathy program. House Speaker Pro Tem and Bill sponsor David Mead said the goal is to see more physicians locate and stay in rural areas. During a Senate hearing, EKU President David McFadden said osteopathic medicine could link with other current health services programs at Eastern
1: I think that you start to be able to create a clinical experiential uh, experience on campus where all of a sudden we've got a physician, an attending physician, a nursing student, a mental health professional, a dietitian, all working around a clinical setting, learning how to take care of a patient who has all of those needs.
0: When asked about state funding, McFadden said escrowed money would be needed early on and then returned to the state's general fund. Once operating, the eastern president said it would be expected to be self-sustaining. The legislation only gives authority to pursue the offering. Members of the Senate Education Committee took no action last week. The bill already passed the House 91-0. to Kentucky schools could hire armed veterans and retired police officers to patrol campuses under a priority measure filed in the state Senate. Senate Bill 2 would create a new position called a guardian. Campbellsville Republican Max Wise is the bill's sponsor. He says veterans reached out to lawmakers asking to be involved in protecting schools' campuses.
1: And so with that, I think we look at a whole host of people of what they bring to that position. It also could be a
0: great mentor for many people, someone that served honorably in our country's military to also be there as someone that can provide that guidance within a school wall. Veterans would have to have an honorable discharge under the measure. All guardians would have to go undergo training and background checks. Wise says they would not have arrest powers or be involved in student discipline. A new report from the U.S. Department of Agriculture shows a 40% growth in Kentucky's agricultural production since 2017. Shepard Snyder has more.
1: The U.S. Census of Agriculture reports the combined market value of every agricultural product sold in 2022, when the census was taken. For Kentucky, that adds up to more than $8 billion. Net cash income also grew by 56%, or an average of $35 million for each farm. That's despite a decrease in the number of farms across the Commonwealth. Around 7,000 fewer farms across Kentucky were operating in 2022 compared to 2017. The census also reports that Kentucky's farmers are getting slightly older. The average age of producers rose from 56 years old to 57. The average size of Kentucky farms has also grown by 5%. I'm Shepard Snyder.
0: Legislation that would make it harder to qualify for federal food assistance has momentum in the Kentucky legislature. The State House of Representatives passed House Bill 367 late last week. The bill would make eligibility rules more restrictive for the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. It would also give the legislature power over work requirement waivers. Erlington Republican Representative Wade Williams sponsors the bill He says it will help reduce Kentucky's worker shortage. But for every 100 open jobs, we have 74 people looking for work. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce has ranked Kentucky's worker shortage as severe. The Kentucky Center for Economic Policy estimates the bill would drop over 25,000 Kentucky households from SNAP benefits. Many of the households include children. The Lexington Fayette County Health Department released its 2023 health assessment document viewing current community health trends. Christy Nintwick is the quality services coordinator for the Lexington Fayette County Health Department. She says the document is important in assessing priority topics for the community. Community health is everything. Community health is not just your physical health, but it's also your mental health and your well-being, um, your safety, your financial safety, as we would say. And how do you feel about living in this community? Nintwick says that access to care and understanding of mental health resources are of big concern. Community members are encouraged to voice their concerns at quarterly open-door meetings with the Lexington Community Health Improvement Partnership. For more information, go to weku.org. Heartland County officials say a leak at the privately-owned Llewellyn Lake near Everts was responsible for a small evacuation and county state of emergency earlier this month. Emergency crews discovered a whirlpool at the lake indicating the ground around it was softening. Around seven families were evacuated. The discovery was made after reports of water leaking out of the ground near Kentucky Route 38, flooding the yards of residents. Judge Executive Dan Mosley says multiple emergency teams helped pump the water out of the lake. That includes members of the State Energy and Environment Cabinet's Division of Water and Environmental Response Team. It was just a
1: real, uh, what I would call a collaborative event where a lot of different agencies worked together for a common goal to to, uh, prioritize public safety.
0: The leak has since been contained and evacuees were able to return home. Long-term solutions for public safety are being discussed. A group of people carrying Confederate and white supremacist symbols marched in downtown Paducah yesterday. Videos and photos of the groups posted on social media show at least 20 individuals with white face coverings marching near the McCracken County Courthouse. Some carried flags associated with the Patriot Front a group identified by the Anti-Defamation League as being one of the most visible white supremacy groups in the country. Reynaldo Henderson is a pastor at Washington Street Baptist Church and a Paducah City commissioner. He says he was outside greeting his congregation when the group walked by.
1: It's very unsettling to think that, you know, in 2024, that people would do, would just even gather and begin to march and to have white coverings over their, over their head.
0: Another video documented the group gathering outside of Paducah City Hall where they used a megaphone to broadcast anti tra- trans rhetoric. Local law enforcement officials say no disturbances or vandalism has been reported. For WEKU, I'm Wendy Barnett.